I don't have much time. And if you have any sense, you won't make me explain. Just stop listening. Now. I didn't mean for any of this to happen. I started this podcast because I thought if I just could get these things out of my head, I could finally feel normal. I just constantly, in every situation, thought of monsters or just the most fucked up possible outcome in every situation. I'm 30 years old and I can't even sleep in a room by myself without a night light because even though I told myself none of it was real none of the things in my mind could actually hurt me I never really believed it part of me always knew these things were real and I was right I'm not sure if I'm the one that creates them and by speaking of them I I made them real or if they always existed somewhere else and I'm just some kind of portal or door to wherever they come from and it was just always cracked enough for me to see inside but now I've opened it all the way and I can't close it the one thing I was wrong about is they won't hurt me or anyone I love. They promised. More specifically, the reader promised. I thought about just killing myself. Just closing the door. But I can't do that to my family too weak and for all I know I'm not the only way in or out I'm honestly starting to believe that they've made all of you doors to that place I didn't mean to but I let them out and every time someone listens, I think it makes them more real. It makes them stronger. They're strong enough now that they don't even need me to do the podcast anymore. The reader has a strong enough connection in this world to do it himself. I just wake up and there's a file on my computer.
I guess I could just not upload it, but I'm scared to find out what happens if I don't. They're even stronger now, this time of year. With all the fear and all the minds wandering to their darkest corners, they just keep getting stronger with every second we get closer to Halloween. I can't stop them. And I don't know, maybe I actually can, but I'm not strong enough to do it. So, if you are listening now, you have to stop. And if you go out tomorrow, just... I think that's enough for now, Mr. Baker. We wouldn't want to spoil any fun. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Go. Enjoy the trunk-or-treat festivities with your family. Oh, and... Happy Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Now that you've met our muse, let's get on with the show. Hello, and welcome. I'm so glad you could make it back to see us. If this is your first time, let me introduce myself. You can refer to me as the reader. And as the reader, I feel compelled to tell you exactly what it is you will find here. But this place is quite complicated. And I think it would be much easier just to tell you to look in your backseat, look under the bed, check the closet. Look at all those unsuspecting dark places that should be empty, and understand that from this day forward, they will not be. If you continue to listen, every unlit hallway, every darkened street, the deepest section of the woods untouched by light, will be filled with unwanted things. I do hope you'll enjoy them. I know we will enjoy your company. For today's story, we give you The Trick or Treat Man by Cameron Baker. <laughs> they came with baskets. They came with bags. They came dressed as... They came dressed in costumes. Ghouls, ghosts, and ghastly old hags. They would yell, trick-or-treat, and hold out their hands. He would laugh with glee as he filled up the bags. For he loved them all, and they loved the trick-or-treat man. Some call him a legend, but I assure you, it's true. The trick-or-treat man loved Halloween. He would show up each year, and everyone knew. He had no home for his own, no porch light to light, but he saved up each year for Halloween night. A little red wagon filled to the brim 
with sweet treats squeaked through the streets as he passed out handfuls of candy for the children to eat. No money for a costume, but not to be left out. He wore a black hood with crude holes for eyes and a mouth. On the front, a pumpkin was painted. He was a poor, simple man. But Halloween was his favorite. But then something happened. Something no one understands. But it's no longer just sweet treats. He passes out with his hands. Yell trick-or-treat and stick out your hand. The treat will be sweet. And your hand you will keep. But please do speak up. Because you don't want a trick from the trick-or-treat man. An old rhyme, written years ago to scare children. Some people believe it to be just a story. Some people believe that no one knows what happened to the trick-or-treat man. But I do. His name was Tom. Tom Miller. He was an older man and a bit of a wanderer. He never had a home. He would sleep in empty houses and dilapidated buildings, moving from town to town, though in the same area. It was easier for him to get the things he needed if he knew his way around. He'd do small jobs, washing car windows, even help people that knew him carry groceries to their car in exchange for a tip. He would occasionally get in trouble for panhandling, but even the police knew it was just old, harmless Tom. He'd been around for some time, always walking and waving, pulling all of his things behind him in an old wagon. But once a year, on Halloween night, he would fill his wagon with candy and walk around town, passing it out to anyone who would ask, trick or treat. He was well known, although the kids didn't know who he was. To them, he was just a Halloween character. Like Christmas had Santa, and Easter has the Easter Bunny. The parents, though, they all knew it was Tom. And most of them loved the idea. Tom hadn't had the best life, and didn't have much to his name. And they thought it was sweet that he would do that for them. But others always suspected that he was more than just a simple man that loved to pass out candy. So, when the stories of candy laced with razors or needles inevitably started to pass around the small towns, some of the parents took justice into their own hands. They found him on a dark street, squeaky wagon wheels announcing his presence. He could tell they were angry, so he took off his mask and asked if he could help them with something. 
Tom was bad with names. His memory was never very good. But he was decent with faces, and he knew the man in the front of the group. He was walking quickly and didn't respond to Tom's question. Tom stopped pulling the wagon. The group, the mob, began to fan around him. He got scared. So he told them they had won. He was scared they didn't have to keep up the prank. But the man in the front of the group kept coming towards him. He had an aluminum baseball bat. When Tom first saw him, he thought it was part of a costume, perhaps. A baseball player. But when the bat struck the side of Tom's knee, bringing him to the ground, he knew it was no costume. He was scared, and his leg hurt. Hot tears filled his eyes and ran down his weathered face. He pleaded with them to stop. He asked them what he had done. He told them he would leave and never come back if they just let him go. But they didn't listen. The man continued to hit him in the arms and ribs. He even heard some of them laughing. Eventually, it was difficult for Tom to breathe, and his cries just turned into a soft, wheezing whimper. The man with the bat was breathing hard, and he motioned for the group to lift Tom up. It hurt. Everything hurt. But maybe they would finally let him go. One of them put the mask back on Tom. It was hot in the mask, and it made it even more difficult to breathe and see. But he heard someone say, This is what you get for fucking with our kids. Then everything went black. I took the liberty of adding to the end of the rhyme I began the story with. Every story needs a good ending. I hope you enjoy it. They took his life that night, the trick-or-treat man, and each of them lied when they took the stand. He comes back once a year now, in all different towns. He still has his red wagon. He still wears his blood-soaked black mask. He only shows up when no one else is around. If you happen to see him, simply say trick-or-treat, and you will leave with your life. But those that run from him will not survive the night. They wish they could stop him, this pumpkin-faced boogeyman. But you can't stop what you can't kill. And since I'm already dead...
you will never stop the trick or treat man. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And do enjoy your Halloween. Just please say trick or treat. It's quite rude when you don't. And I'd hate for our friend to pay you a visit. It will be a few months before you hear from us again, so until then, please share us on social media, tell a friend, and leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars, preferably. It helps us find new listeners. Take care, and do avoid dark streets, or you might be hearing from us much sooner than you might think.